before we get started, I just wanted to say I'm sorry for any audio issues that I was having during this podcast. I had to record my phone because I forgot my laptop in the city. So enjoy, but no, this is not our usual audio setup. Welcome back to Book Talks Podcast. This is Kayla. And Marissa. And this week is our classic week. Woo! <laughs> classic. And little, we led, we read Little Woman by um, Louisa May Alcott. Yeah, so very old book. I do feel like this is a little like last season we read Pride and Prejudice, which is a very old book. This is a little bit early, like more recent than that. Yeah, I didn't think that I thought the English was going to be a lot harder to understand, uh, like older English, but I mostly listened to this on audiobook and I understood all of it. I was kind of surprised. I understood it. I think it was very wordy though. Like I hated when she would dive into like a play they're putting on and put in like a long description of this play that has like no context to the plot. And I'm like, this is so annoying. I that freaking one of those plays she did I was uh treadmilling and I was like I'm gonna listen to my book while I treadmill I was like this is the worst possible thing I could be listening to right now because this is boring it's irrelevant to the book and all I want to do now is like watch the treadmill and see how much time I have left um I don't like I get it on the one hand because back in those times you know they didn't have tv they didn't have entertainment so reading was their entertainment but for today's standards it was so excessive with the wordy unnecessary detail if I wasn't doing this by audiobook I don't think I could have like gotten through that part (laughs) yeah no I completely agree I was like I was definitely telling my mom about that like I think for the 1800s maybe that was normal but like honestly there isn't a plot to this book by today's standards I was like each chapter is basically like a lesson that the girls learn but there's no really overarching plot to the story they didn't like overcome anything or whatever so I just feel like by today's standards like this is kind of like a bible not a book (laughs) it's a place you can go to learn things but I don't know that's about it show where it's like each chapter is an episode that they learn something but like overall yeah like I don't understand why they made this a movie because yeah I don't really see the plot in it yeah there wasn't a big grand plan um are we gonna get canceled are we being too hard on little women (laughs) I don't really see the hype so I did like it I am glad I read it because it was very sweet and you know you have the four sisters and I kind of, I like them all in their own way, but to be honest, my most controversial opinion is that I really did not like Lori, and he's the main love interest in this book, and I kind of thought he was immature, kind of a jerk, the pranks he pulled were kind of mean, and also he totally rebounded with Amy, and that makes me really mad. <laughs> so we touched base in the middle, and you didn't like Joe at all. Did your opinion on Joe change towards the end of the book? It's not, so I liked Joe. Beth was the one that I kind of didn't like at all. Like Beth just had no character to me. I didn't know who she was. She was kind of just like the sweet little girl. And that's, and I knew she was going to die. So maybe I just didn't pay attention to her for that reason. Joe, I liked, but she was a little much in my opinion, a little too, 
I'm a man and I'm going to do manly things. And like, I just, it, it was a little too much, but I did like her. She's very independent and um, of the sisters definitely was the only one who could probably make her own way in the world. Uh, like both Meg and Amy were going to rely on getting married. So Joe has redeeming qualities. I just don't identify with her because in my mind, I think it'd be great to marry Rich. <laughs> so I identified with Meg and Amy a little bit more. I definitely think Joe's my favorite. Um, I didn't really care about Beth at all or Meg. Like they were just kind of like, eh, whatever. Like they didn't stray too far from like the standard. Um, like I feel like Meg was like literally like every woman in that time period. Like nothing was different. Nothing was unique about her. I felt like um, Amy grew on me towards the end. She's like, whenever she stopped whining, I feel like in the beginning she was very whiny and like was just like very younger sibling esque. Yeah. Um, like when the whole school part came along, I was like, she like asked her so much money for these la- limes, and like this is like this big thing. Like I was like, this is you sound annoying. You sound like a spoiled brat. <sighs> Um, I think she was 12 in the first half of the book. So she probably was a spoiled brat. And whenever she cried because they wouldn't let her come to the play. So then she burned like Joe's like literally like story. I would, I don't know if I would forgive her as easily as Joe did. There are literally people who cannot forgive her for that and hate her solely because of that scene. And I do get it. Like that was pretty awful, but I also keep in mind she was 12 and she was the baby of the family. I'm the baby of my family. I did some pretty bad things as the baby of my family. So I, I guess I was more forgiving because I know that like, as the brat of the family, sometimes we do things that we regret. <laughs> yeah. I she just burned the Bible thing that y'all had. And I was like, oh, it's fine. But then I realized it was like, literally Joe's like entire work and I was like yeah you thought thought it was a bible and you were like oh but that's fine (laughs) no I did I did like Job for the story writing part because obviously that's very like something we're both interested in writing stories and she just wrote little stories but then she had her overall like novel that she wanted to publish and I was glad it was successful I was a little sad when she changed it to like please everyone like she did something that would make Meg happy did something that would make Beth happy I was like oh don't change your work just for other people but then it ended up being successful and it was like good and but I did feel like a lot of times she sacrificed her own writing just to make money instead of like staying true to who she was which made me sad because you know sometimes the stuff that we want to write doesn't sell and so like if you want to be successful you have to just like cater to other people which is annoying she sacrificed a lot of herself for her sisters too like whenever Beth got sick like she basically sacrificed like everything for her like even both times like she gave up a lot of things and I feel like Joe is low-key very selfless like she's very rash in her actions but at the end of the day I feel like she does give a lot to her sisters her like, cutting off her hair was funny yeah like that part like she like just cut her hair off like for her butt what did the dad even do how did they pay Hannah like I mean I think the dad was in the army for the first half of the book and then when he came back I don't know what he did like they never mentioned it. The only thing they mentioned was he was patient and still farming the fruits of his patience or something. I was like, what does that mean though? Um, 
Like, I don't know. Eight. Like, wasn't she a servant? Yeah. So, was confused there. Um, I am not unhappy with the ending. I'm happy with who Joe ended up with. Mm-hmm. I thought that was and they open their own school. Like, I feel like she ended where she's supposed to be. I do feel like Lori, he's definitely rebounded for sure. He totally rebounded. It made me so mad. And they put that line in there. Oh, Amy and Joe switched place in my heart. Are you freaking kidding me? After two weeks, you're suddenly in love with Amy? Like, no, you were in love with Joe. Take some time, get over her, and then don't date her sister. I guess there was technically time. It was like a year, I feel like, in between. But like, it's told very fast. Mm-hmm. But he looked at a, I think it was Mozart, a photo of something. He's like, oh, well, he himself loved the sister first and then went for the other one. Like, he had it in his head that he was going to do that. Yeah. And his line about, um, only, I, only Amy could I have loved so soon after Joe. And I'm like, that's just because they share the same DNA, you freak. Like, you don't really love her. She is clearly your rebound. <laughs> Well, she was going to marry someone she didn't care about at all. So in the end of the day, she was never going to marry for love. And I guess this is what her version of love is. So it wasn't completely tragic. No, it wasn't tragic. And I do like Amy for that reason, because, you know, she said that she was going to marry Rich Rich because Meg didn't and Joe wouldn't. And she wanted to, like, get out of poverty. And I do. I think that's a redeemable quality I know some people would say that's not a redeemable quality but she was sacrificing her happiness to escape poverty and also help her family because if she escapes poverty then they can take care of her family so that's kind of why I liked her um and then at the end her being like Joe I would have married you even if you were poor I was like Amy no you wouldn't have let's be real here the reason you're marrying him is because he's rich She was always wanting to be one of the finer things. I felt like she was a status climber for sure. I mean, I did feel bad whenever they brought her to Europe and not Joe. That was kind of Joe's own fault, though. Yeah. Joe was shit-talking her aunts, and they were like, yeah, we're not taking her. (laughs) Well, Joe did take care of her aunt for, like, years. I feel like Joe grew up there, so I feel like she got, like, the worst part of Joe, and then I just got, like, the good part of Amy, and was like, oh, I'll take her. She's easier. But yeah, I couldn't have been happy for Amy if I were Joe, like when her mom said to Joe, don't spoil this for Amy, don't spoil her happiness just because you're upset. I would have definitely spoiled my sister's happiness if she'd gotten something that I was supposed to get. (laughs) Joe's a much better person than I am. (laughs) They it was it was just. A weird book um <laughs> now that i have it on my checklist that i have read this classic we'll never read it again for sure and i felt the ending was good like i feel like it was written like as if it was going to be a play and i just feel like this would be the longest play of my life it i mean it'd be a 20 hour play if they stayed true to the book <laughs> i started listening to it on 2.25 speed you so you know i don't speed audiobooks up i always listen to them on one Uh, speed one for this I went up to 1.75 because I was like I just got to get through this (laughs) which is really fast for me between I start off at 1.5 until I know what's going on and then I'll do 1.75 normally I was like I had to I was now having to go in the office like four days a week so I listen to the morning I get ready which is like still like a good solid hour and a half but like yeah it was such a long book I I feel like exhausted yet accomplished that I finished it Mm -hmm. I don't 
I don't know what else to talk about with it though. <laughs> yeah, so again, because there's no plot, it's like each chapter was its own little story and lesson. And I guess the overarching plot is Joe doesn't get Lori and Amy does. But we've literally already covered that and been like, Amy's clearly a rebound. So I don't know what else to talk about. I mean, neither of us liked Beth. I feel like that's a very controversial opinion. I read because I was reading some articles afterwards and a lot of articles were like, Beth was just the sweetest. Beth was pure. Everyone loves Beth. And I was like, I didn't love Beth. She was no one. She had no personality. I felt it was weird that Amy named her daughter Beth um, because I just feel like it's weird half to your dead sister um and then also the fact that Amy's daughter is now like ill <laughs> <laughs> yeah um I uh Louisa May Alcott she she might have uh not liked Amy very much and uh ended it that way on purpose <laughs> yeah I did like Beth's twins yeah. but again like the whole chapter on them we don't really care <laughs> yeah also the the chapter the chapter about Meg that like really made me mad was like yes she told her husband he could bring friends over whenever but he was so inconsiderate to bring that friend over when she was having her jam fiasco and then for him to not initiate the apology like I know she was kind of bratty and stormed off and was like you take care of yourself but she had had a really hard day and the fact that he was like woman just make us something to eat we'll eat whatever it's like dude your wife was literally just crying over her failed jam. Can you have some compassion? That really upset me. I don't know if I really liked that guy. I don't know if I liked him either. He was, he was like, okay, but he, I don't know. I think I would have liked him if he were richer. <laughs> fine. She had twins and everything were fine. Um, so, so Amy only had one child. Joe had two boys. And then Meg had, like, two kids. I feel like by the time that Joe had kids, her kids were, like, probably fully grown. Joe? I was kind of surprised by Joe's ending. I kind of thought Joe would never marry and would never have kids. And I thought she'd be happy with that. I do think she got the best. Her match was the best suited for her. I feel like he was intellectual and they could push each other. and he was willing to follow her dreams as far as like opening the school and taking in boys and all that stuff. So like, I do think they were the best well-matched, but I was definitely surprised that she decided to get married. Yeah. I, I had, Oh, I knew she, I feel like she, I feel like Louise wasn't going to do that. to these these characters nowadays, especially like in the, like everyone need to be married off I do like that she got married late in life so and she still was like fine mm-hmm. she reminds me of Eloise from Bridgerton oh yeah Bridgerton yeah no she does you're right very outspoken very opinionated um yeah or off of her because <laughs> I probably feel like the author of Bridgerton had had to have channeled Joe in some sense and it's it's actually very similar because Meg is very much like Daphne where she wanted the, just the love match and get married and have kids like that's really all she wanted yeah I feel like those two are parallels almost I think when I th- you have a lot of girls they're each gonna be different in their own way and 
so I feel like in any family, you're always going to have one who like wants to go off and get married and one who doesn't like my sister did not want to get married. And I always wanted to get married. And now she's married with a kid and I'm not. So, you know, life happens, man. Uh, yeah, it's just me and my brother. So mm. I do think it was cute. How I kind of like adopted Lori. I just felt like he should have just stayed like a brother. Why did he have to marry one of them? Yeah. Also, okay. After he married Amy and then he sat down with Joe to talk with her it was like so clear there was still something between them and he had married her sister and I, it made me so uncomfortable. He, sh- if he couldn't have Joe, he should not have married any of them. Yeah. I just, I don't, I don't know. Um, I do love them together, but like also just as friends, like I see it as friends. You see it as friends. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm surprised Joe never really loved him. Um, because like she said to her mom, if he came back and asked me now, yeah, I'd say yes, but not because I love him just because I'm lonely. And I was like, Joe, you really never loved this guy. Like you guys grew up together and I don't know, I probably would have fallen for him. And I thought he was a jerk, but I still would have fallen for him. I, I could see it. I could see it. I can see myself having a good guy friend just uh, never loving them. But like, I don't know. I just feel like he just, just sometimes just not there. Even after he confesses his love for you? Yeah, I just, you can't make yourself love somebody. I guess. But I think I'd be really pissed off then if someone confessed their love for me and when they couldn't have me, they were like, all right, I'll marry your sister instead. Be like, no, wait, come back. I, I mean, yeah, I hate when people, I hate the whole like double sister trope or the like brothers like when it's like a love triangle two brothers like I kind of hate that so yeah wasn't a fan of the trope that is but what are you gonna do what are you gonna do honey so can't write the author she's dead only I think the reason I really hate Amy is because of the diary thing and just her little tantrum she threw I that was the part I was like I hate Amy but other than that I got it she didn't bother me that much yeah really the only one I didn't like was Beth but again it's because she had no personality and also I knew she was gonna die of the things I knew going into this book the only things I knew were that Beth was gonna die and Amy was gonna marry Lori and that's all I knew and I think because I knew Beth was gonna die I just didn't pay attention to her and because I knew Amy was gonna marry Lori I probably liked her more like subconsciously I knew she was gonna win which isn't really the right word because I do feel like she was used as a rebound but like they on the bachelor bachelorette they are always like who won the bachelor and I'm like do we really consider getting the guy after he's kissed 30 other women winning okay whatever but anyway I hate this society (laughs) (laughs) Um, I didn't know any of well I after the fact, after probably like 25% in, I looked up what was going to happen just on like Wikipedia and I got like the synopsis. So, or like the, the blurb. So that's what I knew. But so I kind of had my preconceived notions, but I only really knew that Tim- Timothy Shalloway was playing, or I'm pronouncing that name probably awfully wrong, played Teddy. But that's about it. I don't like Timothy Chalamet. Is Is that going to get me canceled with Gen Z? I don't know. I don't have any opinion on him. Like, I don't really care. (laughs) He looks like a 12-year-old boy to me. And, like, all the Gen Z girls simp over him. And I don't really see it. He's not my type. I feel like he was a perfect Lori, though. Yeah. He was a good Lori. 
that's how I kind of visualized Lori to be because I just feel like he was kind of described as like scrawny. Um, no, I really have no opinion on who he is. So I do want to watch the movie, but yeah, I don't really have any strong opinion about this book at all. I would you rate it? I gave it a four, but I think it's more of a three point five for me. I gave it a solid four. Halfway through, I was going to give it a three because I was like, this book is just unnecessarily long and overly detailed, and there's no reason it should be that way. And I was like, that's dumb to take off two stars for that because, first of all, the author's dead and she doesn't care. And second of all, this book was written in the 1800s and their book standards were different. So really, I just gave it a four because like, it's a solid book, but I would never reread it. I just don't understand why people like like post about it to this day. Like, I get it's like a decent book and it's like a classic, and we have to honor it. And I and I respect the book, but I don't. I'm not gonna like get tattoos of quotes on my body. Yeah. So, like for me, I totally get why Pride and Prejudice is talked about to this day because it's like this romantic love story of people overcoming their differences. This book is literally no story. No one ends up with who the reader thought they were going to end up with. Like everyone assumed Joe and Lori would be together and Amy would marry some rich guy in Germany. And like, there's no story. It's just lessons. And I get their good lessons. And maybe that's why people like it. Like, oh, my kids will read this and they'll learn these wonderful lessons. So many of these lessons do not apply to today. (laughs) Like, like, I'm not going to apologize to my husband first if he's rude to me. He needs to apologize to me. I, is there even retellings of this story? Like, there's so many Pride and Prejudice retellings because it's, it, that deserves to be a classic. And it's like this, like, it was the beginning of like these great love novels. Mm-hmm. So I can't even think of retelling this book because I'm just like, when is, this, when is it going to be over? <laughs> yeah, I don't know why you would retell this book when there's no plot. <laughs> like, you would literally just be, what, renaming four girls and having them go through the exact same lessons? I don't know. These two movies made out it. I think there's more than two movies because I think, oh, so I guess maybe not movies, but movies slash TV shows. Um, my mom was looking at getting getting the 2019 movie. It's either 2019 or 2018 from the library. She's like, oh, it's in. And then I looked at the picture. It was the British BBC like television series that they made in 2019. And they also made a movie in 2019 in Hollywood. And then there's the 1994 movie. I'm pretty sure there's an 18, not 1800, sorry, 1980s movie. Like, I'm like, why? Why do we need so many little women movies? I don't, I don't get it. I just, I don't get it. I don't. Um, I'm, I'm going to read like either next time another, um, I'm going to read a Bronte book. Yeah. Bronte's good. Or another Jane Austen book. But Bronte wrote Jane Eyre, right? We should read Jane Eyre. Actually, I don't know if you'd like Jane Eyre. I like Jane Eyre, but it's a little creepy. Not creepy, like scary, just like uh, the thing you learn about one of the main characters. You're like, ooh, that's a little weird. <laughs> Let me look up. What, who wrote Withering Heights? <laughs> uh, shoot. I don't actually know. 
when I think of classes, I think of romance, and I think I want to read more of that. And I just feel like there wasn't much romance. It was more of like everyone married kind of convenience. Yeah, they definitely like Meg's Meg married into poverty, but I feel like she only married the guy because he wouldn't stop pursuing her and she was finally like shit he's never gonna give up I'll just marry him (laughs) I know she like learned to love him or whatever but I definitely think Meg could have had a better love story if she'd just been patient um and yeah it wasn't it just wasn't a love story it was just about four girls who married for convenience because in the 1800s that's what you had to do yeah so didn't love it um Wither Heights from Bronte as well okay we could do that one. Um, I also recommend Rebecca, if you haven't read Rebecca, by Daphne Demure de, de Maurier. I don't know how to pronounce it. But yeah, we could do, I haven't read Wuthering Heights. Also, when you Google it, a ton of really pretty books come up, like special editions. I'm seeing that. Yeah, so Jane, Jane Eyre is also Bronte, but it's from, so it's from Charlotte Bronte, though. Oh, a different Bronte. So I don't know if you saw this one pop up. They have the Bronte sisters box set, Jane Eyre, Withering Heights, and the Tenant of Wildfell Hall and Villette. I haven't heard of the last two. Is that the kind of books that you got? I have this whole Barnes and Noble editions now, but they didn't have Little Woman on the Barnes and Noble edition. So I had to get like, I got some cheap one because I was like, well, I don't care to get a special edition. It's not going to match my other ones. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of glad because I don't really love that much to like display it. But I do have Wuthering Heights already. I got the soft hardcover edition from Barnes & Noble. Okay. Pride and Prejudice in that edition. I have Wuthering Heights. I have uh, Alice in Wonderland. And then I have one more, I think, Jane Austen. Um, Sensible, I think. Oh, Sense and Sensible? I think I might have that one. Or I, ha- I haven't read it, but I saw the movie. And I'm, I need to read it now because the movie is so good. Okay, so we're up to debate. We can read Sense Sensible, Wuthering Heights, or Jane Eyre. We should leave it. We should uh, do an Instagram poll. We can do that. Um, but we, we have our, some time. I want to take a hot minute before I read another classic. Probably need something steamy after the freezer burn of this book. I was like, this is going to put me in a reading slump. It was just, it was very long and tedious. I just don't understand how it could be that long of an audiobook when, like, I've listened to, like, Thorny Glass audiobooks of, like, 900-page books, and they're, like, the same, like, length, and it's half the size, like, half the size, it was only 400 pages or something like that. I don't get it either. So, my book is very thick, but it's very short. It's not, like, a typical size book, and I don't think the print is particularly small. Like, the print is normal or even a little bigger, and my copy is only, let's see. It's like, it's a little under 800 pages, but again, oh. again, it is half the size height wise of like a normal book. It's very short. And so when I looked it up on Goodreads, it said it was only 443 pages. I am just not seeing how that translates to 19 hours. I don't get it. Yeah. My version is like a normal size book size is only 400 pages, 400 pages, and yeah, I just don't get it why it was so long. I, I'm just, I'm exhausted. <laughs> I am glad we read it though. It checks off a classic. We now know what people are talking about when they quote Little Women. Um, 
Not that they should be quoting Little Women that often, but we'll know what they're talking about. And I do want to see the movie, the new movie, um, because now I know what's going on. I can't think of a single quote that would that I can think of that I would quote. I did mark some quotes. Like, I don't know if you see, like maybe five, six. I marked a couple right in the middle, but mostly just so that I could talk about why I liked Amy or why I disliked Lori. <laughs> Um, so they're not really relevant to be requoted um except for the sake of this podcast okay fair enough yeah so well I think we're running out of time but do we just wrap it up we have four minutes left yeah it'll be a short podcast (laughs) um so yeah thanks for listening This is Kayla and Marissa. And make sure to follow us at Book Talks Podcast on Instagram and TikTok. Or we promise next week will be a longer episode. Woohoo!